0: Uh
1: Uh
0: Does everybody know what time it is? Home and podcast time. That's right, Binford Tools
2: is proud to present the Home Improvement Podcast. My name is Adam Yolo, my co-host Jordan. Morning, Jordan. Howdy, howdy, howdy. What's the story, Morning Glory?
0: Did you ever see that movie, Morning
1: Glory?
2: I watched it like three months ago.
0: Really? What'd
2: you think? (laughs) You know, it's fine. It's very, very okay. Uh, Harrison Ford's kind of fun in it.
0: It's a a feel-good. It's a feel-good romp. Yeah,
2: I've seen it a couple times. A couple times? You know, there's some... Big movies that you have yet to see, but you've made time to see Morning Glory at least two times.
0: Well, I'm sure the first time uh, Andrea saw it and was like, we're going to watch this, and the second time, well, that was just for me. Oh, that would... Yeah, sometimes you got to do it just for yourself. Well, uh, yeah,
2: I, I'm thinking it's like a 6 out of 10, Morning Glory. That's okay. I Welcome think- to Glorecast, uh, <laughs> each week covering a different minute of uh, Morning Glory.
0: Boy, that would be excruciating. Um... Yeah, didn't expect to talk about that, but uh, how are you doing this morning? Doing well, Jordan. Uh, happy to be here
2: talking home improvement with one of my favorite people.
0: One of? I'm not your favorite. Uh, vanity, my <laughs> favorite sin! <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's always a pleasure. And uh, this episode, boy, whew, we'll get into it. But Talk it's about certainly... pleasure. Talk about pleasure. You know, something else that we've taken pleasure in in the past is... Uh, different podcasts that talk about true crime, like Serial. Mm-hmm. I don't know if our audience has ever heard of Serial, but uh, and one thing that you texted me with yesterday, without really a lot of explanation, was opening banter. Uh, <laughs> things that happen Stream on home consciousness in- <laughs> text. <laughs> <laughs> opening banter, things that happen on home improvement that could be made into true crime podcasts. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's what we're gonna talk about to start the show. Okay. We're, so the way I took it was. These are things that happened on the show that, you know, somebody could... Basically, they should be in trouble for. Never got in trouble for, probably, because it's a sitcom. But we're going to really dive deep into actually what happened and if it could be turned into a a podcast of sorts to to really figure out the ins and outs and who's at fault. I think we're more or less
2: on the same page. Your explanation seems a little more complex than what I was thinking. But, uh, yeah, basically just like if... uh, Home Improvement was, like, in the real world, what happens on the show that could be turned into a true crime podcast. So, yeah, I, th- I think we're pretty much there.
0: Cool. So, right. I mean, I wrote down a lot just because... Oh, I
2: only wrote down three.
0: Okay. Well, I, I, I'm... I don't know. I'm guessing this, this came to you from the last episode that we covered where Mark decapitates his parents. Is that... Is that kind of the first thing that we were starting with here? Or?
2: Actually, this is an idea I've been thinking about for a while. Uh, it's mostly just been, I was thinking about like riffing on true crime podcasts because like uh, even like really bad true crime podcasts are still infinitely more popular than we are. Like even <laughs> the ones that don't sound good and you can't hear people are like, they still get way more <laughs> downloads than us. So I, I just thought it'd be funny to try to capitalize on that in some way. Uh, so that wow, was kind why? of the idea.
0: Yeah. I wonder why that is.
2: It's just a really popular thing right now. I mean, Home Improvement's really popular right now, don't get me wrong, but uh, True Crime is, is, is kind of uh, It's dwarping. right up
0: there. Uh, yeah. It's like, if you look at the downloads for entertainment, it's like Office Ladies, Conan, uh, whatever True Crime podcast, and then us. So four, yeah. that's pretty good. And then at the bottom, Grunt
2: Work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got a uh, year left, I'm starting trouble.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's Adam's weekly shot to...
2: To the another enemies. podcast,
0: <laughs> yeah, they're freaking girl
2: work. Uh, okay, yeah, so I only have three. I maybe you should narrow yours down a little bit, but I yeah, don't I might just like the, try
0: to talk about ones you don't talk about. Okay,
2: all right. Um, would you want me to start or? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so um, <laughs> I don't know which one to start with. Sure, this is this is one. All right, so it's a podcast about two children that went missing from suburban Detroit in the early 90s, and it's called The Missing McGurns. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, they're there for like yeah. four episodes or whatever, and yeah. then they, we never hear about as them As far again.
2: as I'm concerned, they were kidnapped or taken somewhere or, or something really tragic happened, and, uh, yeah, they never came back. They were a fixture. You know, you start, you get into sort of, um, you know, you start with the parents, obviously. Whenever kids go <laughs> missing, you start with the parents, start with the home life. McGurns were bullies, so probably a tragic home life or maybe things weren't so great at home. You kind of talk about that. You kind of get into the bullying, talk to some of the peers, and, uh, and then you try, to, you try to piece together sort of uh, what happened in those final days. So I, I think that would be pretty popular, and it would be called Missing McGurns or, yeah. or McG- McGurns. <laughs> where'd you go? Something like
0: that. But you have colon, to, where'd you, you go? Yeah. You have to read it like that. Yeah. Wow, yeah. I think yours are going to be much better than mine, okay. uh, just based on that premise that you gave there. Mm-hmm. That is like an actual mystery. I feel like mine are not really mysteries so much as like... Well, hey, Jordan, I'll tell you I, if they're good or bad. Don't okay. worry about it. Yeah. My first one, I guess, after... I'm going to binge all of that McGurn podcast, but then I'm going to listen to... I don't have a title for this one. But maybe I just came up with one. Mm -hmm. Um, It's going to be Malaria Madness. And it's going to be centered around how a tool expo went awry when a famous tool man... (laughs) unleashed a swarm of mosquitoes that's pretty good unsuspecting crowd and various ailments that they got malaria people died uh it started off an epidemic as more people got infected as well so uh you know you you gotta we gotta figure out like who's actually at fault is it is it the people who brought the mosquitoes and thought that like hiding them in their little i don't know what they were in like a glass cage or something was a good idea is it tim for knocking them over uh, there's some negligence at play here, and we got to figure out who's who's in trouble.
2: You know, I think it's a good idea, and it might be one of those things where you're not ever, you know, you spend the whole podcast wondering who's at fault, and you get to the end, and it's kind of up to you to decide. Because maybe, maybe no one's at fault. Maybe everyone's equally at fault. I like Especially that.
0: those people who came to uh, Expo Hall with Tim Taylor in it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> And you know the yeah bringing bringing the the mosquitoes there was was an issue obviously um, I like that how many episodes do you think that goes I think just eight it's not it's <laughs> it's it's like season one it's not I think like you're a gonna crazy... have a hard time getting four <laughs>
0: <laughs> well you know we we turn these twenty minute episodes uh, into an hour That's every true. week so That's true. it's it's kind of amazing what people can do or maybe yeah. they're just like five minute episodes.
2: Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. All right, my next one. I don't really have a title yet, but maybe I'll come up with one as we talk about it. Uh, This is a high-level investigatory – is that a word? Yeah, sure. Uh, Investigatory podcast uh, focusing on corruption in suburban Detroit, specifically uh, Binford's pollutant record.
0: Oh, man, I was thinking about that one. I
2: I like it. Yeah, so – you know we've we covered that episode pretty recently, and uh, Binford's record is not so sterling. They're buying credits, and uh, they got a ten year plan, and uh, things are not exactly above board. Well,
0: let's just say they're not breaking the law. That's what they say, but that's uh, true. Yeah, yeah. Is I, that one called like "There's Something in the Water"? That might actually be a real
2: podcast title, though. Probably about Flint or something. <laughs> probably, probably about probably about our our, uh, our homestead more or less. Yeah. Um, Probably you'd call it something hmm, in the air. Something in the air tonight. There's something no. in the air tonight. And then it's like you Photoshop, Mamma Mia, uh, people. No. Um, it might be called Binford Bad Boys. <laughs> I think probably is the title. Uh, I mean, go with. It,
0: it works on a second uh, level because you like the Pistons bad boys, yes. you know, and they're yeah. in Detroit. So.
2: I think you could easily get 12 episodes out of that. I would say. Okay. That's my
0: second idea. All right. Um,. I mean, I mentioned the Mark killing his parents thing. Like, I'm not sure if that's a one or not because the way that they take it in this, you know, show is obviously it didn't happen, but they did it anyway. Well, pretending. don't spoil
2: too much, but yeah, they are not dead in this episode.
0: So <laughs> definitely spoiled it. So I kind of want to skip over that one. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to do one that has to do with a little bit of the military. Oh, man. <laughs> this, this is one of mine. and this again is kind of a who's at fault here but we've got we've got uh a a again an accident prone tool host who is being invited to the navy and many different branches of of the military and blowing up certain things and running over certain things and wasting lots of taxpayer money um that's that seems like a, a good one to go down uh what would that one be called
2: uh, well, you're talking specifically about the episode where Tim and Jill go to the Air Force Base and
0: Tim just like lets loose because he's playing around with things, right? There's another one that's like that though, isn't there too? Well, whatever. Yes, I'm talking so, about.
2: It's like they're in the desert and he. There's they, one that's called at Jill, Sea. Okay, I'm talking about the one where they do the tank race and Jill beats him.
0: Yeah. Okay. Tanks nice. for the memories.
2: That's probably it. Uh, I would call it Air Force Nun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. i would call it uh dishonorably uh discharged or something that's like that's
2: pretty that. good yeah i i uh, it's funny we both came with that yeah for me it's like a it's like a serial season two bo bergdahl kind of story yeah um you know serial season two uh, everybody's favorite season is serial. Uh, two, two times as good as one I, I think people were saying at the time and uh yeah it's just focusing on tim's I mean, it was only like 30 seconds, but he caused a lot of damage and, and really set back the military, and I would argue that we've never really gotten back to where we were before that. Um, and he a, didn't get in trouble at all. No repercussions. No. Was it's, there some sort of... Uh, what well, you getting pri- Privilege. Be, you know, yeah, privilege. and behind
0: the scenes pardon going on. Just Pardon? Pardon, <laughs> pardon me? Uh, there's some back channel communications that we just don't know about, I think. It's a this. six
2: episode podcast. That's, that's all you're getting out of that. Um, yeah. That's my weakest one. Um, but that's all I got. So I, I think probably Missing McGurns is is the best one
0: for me. What was your second one? Uh,
2: pollutants. Have been for- the Pollutants. Yeah.
0: I mean, here's some other candidates that I okay. have. Right. Um, one was blowing up Benny's house. Or <laughs> Benny's, Benny's, whoever's house that was. Benny's
2: grandma's house or something? Because
0: are we sure that Benny wasn't just a squatter? We are not sure, yeah. And then, obviously, they blew up the house. Uh, I bet you that affected some of the Nader... Neighbors? Nader! Nader! Ralph Nader. That affected him for sure. He's back. (laughs) So, uh, there's a lot of angles to go there. Mm -hmm. And then, obviously, Tim being in trouble for doing that. Uh, The other one that I had was... There's gotta be one with, like, Brad and his... R- brick throwing days. You
2: know, i that was the first idea I came up with, but I couldn't really spin it into anything that interesting. But yeah, I, I had that thought as well. Like, I don't know. But I, I don't, and I don't there know was what the hit and that.
0: run. I don't know. There's, there's got to be something there. There's got to be it something
2: there. A hit and run. I mean, he got. Re- <laughs> I, that's kind of misleading. I mean, he got. Re- he got <laughs> rear-ended, and the guy tried to extort him. I, you make it sound like Brad. Like, it's like I know what you did last summer or something. They hit a fisherman <laughs> and roll him over a cliff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think it's all connected. If you start putting putting the dots on the map, you're going to find some interesting connections. Conspiratorial. Yeah, I like it. And I sure. almost wonder if there can be an episode. This, this would be a one-episode podcast. Of,
2: That's fine. <laughs> Most podcasts
0: only go an episode because people realize it sucks. Uh, it would be like... It would be called the Karate Kid, and it would mm-hmm. be about Mark, and it's when he beats up that that guy, and um, you know who's really the in ma- trouble there. The Where ma- did Mark ma- actually learn all these moves? Is is there something insidious going on here? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you those also, were th- those were my bad ideas. They're not that bad. You could do one about Mark getting glasses. <laughs> i was scrolling scrolling through some of our episodes yesterday and i saw that picture and it was like wow from that to goth it's called debt Spindo.
2: (laughs) i don't know i don't know what the show is but you you start with the glasses you kind of work your way back i mean yeah that
0: shirt that he wore in that episode also was a crime so
2: (laughs) crimes against mark (laughs) i don't know yeah i got nothing a marked man jordan that was a that was fun it was time. fun i had a good, had a good time. time it I wasn't that every... hard either which was also very good <laughs>
0: look which for is a, key look for a very chilling blog post coming out soon yeah, yeah i have some questions on that but i'm gonna just we'll talk so, about that off air <laughs> all right so we'll talk about the episode now which is episode 157 <clears throat> the niece <laughs> why the pause Sorry, my nose was like oh. all stuffed up. I thought you were trying to be dramatic like people didn't
2: necessarily know where we were. <laughs> Get ready for the niece. Episode 157, which we all know is called... <laughs> Everyone's talking about... Everyone's favorite episode with Wilson's niece is aptly called... The niece. The
0: niece. Tuesdays on Fox. I hope they don't make this into a series. Alright, this one written by Charlie Hawk. He last did... he last did a funny valentine and boy was that funny can't remember don't know it was with that singer Um, uh you still
2: got a cold huh jordan what is it it's not Uh, a cold
0: what is it now i think i might be moving because this state is killing me (laughs)
2: you should yeah it does it is
0: becoming a problem yeah i would say three months is enough all right uh aired november 4th 1997 alternative title time i mean how do you beat the niece it's so uh clever it is very clever. I tried to beat it. I'm not sure I did.
2: One of the funny thing about nieces, I guess I can't spell it right, because I wrote N-E-I-C-E about a thousand times on my paper. Niece. Niece. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I have four. Okay, go ahead. Hmm. Helium in-house guests. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot to say mine suck. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: I think people could tell after that one. Uh, Family over everything. FOE, baby. Yeah. yeah. Remember that? Oh, yeah.
2: Renfair. More like unfair. I don't
0: know. (laughs) Whatever. Who cares? First, I was like, what are you saying Renfair for? I thought you were somebody's last name or something. No, but I get it now. How about too much of a good thing?
2: Yours are lacking...
0: (laughs) Any sort of Too much
2: imagination. Um... Uh, this nieces left my life in pieces.
0: <laughs> You're not allowed to insult me when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's unbelievable.
2: yeah, it is Wait till my last one.
0: All right. My next one is Saginaw cheesing.
2: <laughs> not bad. all right, my last one is
0: Catman, do you want to stay with me? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're gonna have to let me know if this is a popular phrase or not, or if I have only like this is just something that happens in my circle, okay? <laughs> What's your circle, you, uh
2: and your like I just feel like
0: no, I feel like I've heard my dad and other people say this, okay? Like an older generation. Really looking
2: forward to this. Yep.
0: Hippie dippy love,
2: not a thing. Nope. Okay. Well, nope. it is
0: now. <laughs> Hippie dippy
2: love. No, I don't think so, but uh, it could be. Yeah, could be.
0: I mean, we don't know everything, but... No, we don't. No, we don't. But, yeah. But we do know a lot about this episode after watching it about two days ago.
2: Yeah, I know quite a bit about it. I know as much as most people that have watched it once. Probably
0: more. Yeah, a little bit more, maybe. All right. We're going to open at home, which is different. You know, we've got a lot more of opening at home than Tool Time, I feel like, lately. I
2: would argue this this season has been the least we've seen Tool Time of all the seasons.
0: Well, luckily we get some in this episode or maybe not luckily. That's feel. Yeah, Yeah, it depends. All right. Uh the family's setting up for Wilson's birthday. They're going to do a surprise birthday party for him and they've got like the most clutch guest. And that's oh. Albert Einstein's <laughs> so clutch. Albert... <laughs> so clutch. Albert Einstein's nephew who apparently is uh, a big friend for for Wilson. ha. <laughs> best uh but the actual best guest and Jordan the most... say say his name. Oh, I don't... was it was it like Corky or something, yeah, I don't yeah, remember. Cor- Corky Einstein. Corky Romano? Oh,
2: man. That mo- <laughs> that mo- I don't know. What, what is, what, what's better, this episode or Corky Romano? Ooh. Corky Romano, easy. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: because it's got Columbo on it. Hey, uh, it, just, he uh, does just one he, more thing. He does make an amazing appearance. I will yeah, say that. He does. Yeah. All right, so the actual clutch guest is Wilson's niece and her car, which was Wilson's dad's car. Uh, I forget the year, but it's a Studebaker. I'm gonna say 58. I feel like it's 53. Actually, I see down in my notes later. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's close. Uh, lots of helium jokes here, as you you know alluded to in your great alternative title, helium and house guests. Uh, Tim's going to fix up the Studebaker. Wilson's mom can't make it because she's storm chasing. I don't know if that's funny or not. Wilson's mom has got to be pretty old. I was thinking that myself. Is she like 75, 80? She's,
2: yeah. Uh, storm chasing. Yeah, I don't... I... I, They made that... I don't know. It's like one of those things where it's not that... Is that so weird? Like, yeah, it wasn't. Like, yeah, it wasn't wild enough. Maybe to, to, to Wilson's like she's mom. She's a rodeo clown or something. Like, I would get that joke. Oh. But like, she's storm chasing. Like, okay, <laughs> rodeo, rodeo
0: clown. What a missed opportunity. I
2: mean, Bill Paxton storm chasing and Twister, and uh, that wasn't so funny, was it?
0: No way. Mm-hmm. Ask the cow. <laughs> I will. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's funny.
2: He,
0: he actually just left, Unfortunately.
2: Mm-hmm. But, yeah.
0: All right. Brad <laughs> yeah. comes in with a giant photo of Wilson as a kid, and guess what? Yeah. His face is hidden behind a cake. It's kind of funny. I mean That was the that was the best part of this opening scene. Or well yeah. actually You know what? I think I like the helium stuff.
2: I don't know why, mm, but yeah, I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one, pal. Um the Yeah, there I mean the jokes are coming fast and furious Tokyo drifts oh, yeah. in this scene. I mean, you got helium, quirky Einstein, uh yeah, Mark just
0: kind of like the general pseudo baker is more important than the person
2: yeah, joke. The only one that works for me is um Cake. yeah is the photo at the end. I would say, I also notice in this this uh, scene Mark's looking a little less, less goth in this episode. Yeah, toned what's it the down. deal?: Yeah uh-huh. he, went,
0: he went overboard last episode. They're so. like,
2: alright, the video was a little weird, let's tone it down. Yeah. Um it's fine. That's my opinion. That's it. and you're sticking to it. That's it. Next scene. Uh home. Niece arrives and her name is Willow. And,
0: uh, yeah, know, but she... what's her
2: her middle names? Uh, is it Willow, Willow, probably? No,
0: Willow Branch Leaf Wilson.
2: I thought that was a joke, whatever. Yeah, I didn't write it down. Uh, she is, uh, I'll, I'll do her bio in a little bit, but she's, um, I guess you would categorize her as a hippie. Um, hippie ish is what I wrote. Hippie Dippy is what you wrote. Hippie uh, Dippy hi- Love. Hippie Dippy Doodah. Um, She's uh she's young. I don't know how young necessarily, probably college age, I, I think you're supposed to think, but she's got the voice of a, a woman that's been smoking for about seventy five years. Um, she, <laughs> you can tell she's already lived kinda hard, and we'll talk about that in a second when we get into her bio. But uh she's got a, a Natasha Leon vibe. Do you know who she is? From like I do not. Is the New Black. Um she actually reminds me, she looks like her and she sounds like her a little bit. You, you know, I'm not gonna have you look her up, but is it her? It's not her, no, but it's it's very uh, it bears a, a strong resemblance. So a lot you're of saying that
0: that character in Orange Is the New Black got it from Willow Wilson.
2: Uh, I'm saying
0: Natasha Leone
2: in the mid '90s stole uh, China Cantor's vibe. And...
0: I, w- I gotta say, like, if I'm gonna start writing these articles that are like clickbaity, yeah, I that would be a good one. I don't, want, I don't want Natasha
2: Lyonne uh, fans coming at us, though, you know? That's <laughs> trouble. Uh, th- I, I have a lot of respect for her and, and uh, her Netflix show, Russian Doll. So, uh, yeah, we're not going down that rabbit hole. All right. Um, a hippie type, German philosophy major, uh, a masseuse. You know, there's a lot of jokes about, like, why are you a masseuse? And it's like, I mean, the, the subtext is because you can't do anything with a German Uh, philosophy degree, which is fair. All the boys are pretty much smitten with her, I would say. Maybe not Mark, but uh, the other two seem to be, even though... uh, Mark is only smitten with Lady Death, so... (laughs) Lady Death. With, uh, (laughs) yeah. I don't know. Lucifer's lady. I don't think so. You could have just left it at Lady Death, man. Kat Von Teese. uh, You didn't have to try to one-up me. Marilyn Manson's wife. Um, Brad... uh, Brad
0: certainly is smitten.
2: He's he's well he's single he's he's he's, he's definitely he's out on the prowl he's out on the prowl um scene kind of ends she this is a you know mind you this is pre cell phone I love when people say that um <laughs> she uh she gave her phone number, she gave the Taylor's phone number to a lot of like potential suitors or whatever and she's getting a lot of calls especially so. from Sergey Sergey yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll do a bio of, of her right now so uh China Cantor. Born uh, so seventy one, she'd have been about twenty five, twenty six, which is good. Um, which is good. What does that mean? I don't know. What that means. <laughs> which is accurate. I which think, is, is what you're which is to say. yeah, which is accurate. Um, fourteen credits to her name. She's going to be in five episodes of Home Improvement, which hmm. is <laughs> we'll talk a about Surprise. That. We'll talk about if that's a good thing or not. Uh, at the end of the episode. Uh, other credits include Airheads, which is a movie that I've seen a lot that I don't like, uh, The Stoned Age, she plays Jill, and L.A. Firefighters. So the interesting thing about her is, is that she's the daughter of uh, two Jefferson Airplane members, uh, Paul Cantor and Grace Slick. Um, Jefferson Airplane, I don't know if you're familiar with them, but uh, pretty popular band in the 70s, 80s, some really good songs. Mm-hmm. Um and, yeah, she lived that rock and roll life. And I think that that is uh, in keeping with her performance here. She was also, a, uh, like, a VJ on MTV in the in the late 80s as well. So when, when people Man, were doing that. Her and those Pauly were the Sh- days. Her and Shore.
0: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about her performance later. But uh, interesting career. Yeah, I would say she definitely just took, you know, that experience with Jefferson Airplane and that lifestyle and just kind of played it up here.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, it. Uh, it's. It was. I was surprised to see that. That's a. That's a kind of a cool, cool little note. But, yeah, carrying on. I mean, yeah. I. I don't
0: want to. We'll. We'll wait on what I have to Party say time. about everything. Yeah. In time. You want to talk about parties? Yeah. Party time. Lots of Interesting guests here. So, I was just trying to take in some of the apparel of the guests here. So we've got like. Cowboy hats, some Native American garb, a woman with a sari. Just all sorts of cultures and backgrounds are represented here. And uh, Tim calls Wilson to try to get help for his car. That's how he's going to get him over. Make some excuses about, like, why Jill and the boys can't help or whatever. Will- Willow, as you mentioned earlier, being, you know, chased around by many suitors, including Brad and Randy. They're kind of chatting it up with her right now and talking about Sergey's relationship, how it was outwardly passionate but inwardly poor and mm-hmm. you know the, the boys are trying to seem older to uh yeah you know. i wonder what lauren would think i know? know i was wondering that too jeez what would she chop liver jeez all right wilson arrives the lights are out uh <laughs> so weird he like comes in and this is completely normal like what did tim do and they turn on the lights wilson's very excited it's it's touching i would say uh tim drags him to the garage after he meets with a few people um, because there's something very important in there. And Wilson pretty quickly recognizes his dad's car, the 53 Studebaker, and pretty happy about that. But then when Willow pops up in the driver's seat, wow, he is he is over the moon, I would say. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tim, as he is wont to do, is more interested in the car and wants to talk about the car. But Wilson uh, ushers Willow back into the party where they need to catch up because he hasn't seen her in years. Did someone say Usher? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. that's the end of the scene. Two things. Have we talked about surprise birthday parties before?
0: I mean, maybe because Jill had one, but go on. Or Jill, somebody else had one before. I don't oh, know. We
2: probably have. You ever been to one? You ever had one?
0: Uh, I remember having, I remember Andrea throwing like a surprise welcome back party for me when I came back from Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, from an internship? Yeah,
2: guess I missed the invite on that one, huh? <laughs> yeah, you
0: were—you uh, probably had bigger fish to fry. Eh, okay, babe. <laughs> the, The—the problem with that was that I somehow found out ahead of time. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, so someone it wasn't. Ta- so someone much...
2: texted you and was like, "What time should I come over?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't as much of a surprise as it as it could have been, but yeah, uh, I don't. Have I been? I've been to a couple of like surprises things, surprise-ish things, but they weren't birthday parties. Okay. They were like engagements or something like that.
2: A surprise engagement. The people, the couple didn't know they were engaged. Wow, that's hard to figure.
0: <laughs> it was like the person wanted to get engaged, and they wanted to do it with like the help from all of her local family and friends and stuff. So, who, like, who, who is this? You don't know them.
2: Okay, that's interesting. The engagement with
0: a bunch of people around.
2: Uh, not for me. Uh, <laughs> I my parents threw me a surprise birthday party. I think when I turned. I think I turned 16, uh, and I was legitimately surprised. It was with my family. Uh, Where was I? It was with my family. Where was uh, I? You are not <laughs> my family. You are I not. My not? Family. No, sorry. Uh, it was with my blood family. You, uh, you, you know, you're like a brother, but you're not actually a brother. Um, wow. Yeah. So that was that was fun. I don't know. I was surprised. I uh, I hope that's the only one that I ever have, though. Yeah, you're, be, not a, you're not. I don't want to be surprised.
0: You're not a big surprise guy. Not really.
2: No, not not particularly. But it was good. You know, it was good. It was a good. uh, It was a good experience then and that. And and they got me. I'm much smarter now. I would. (laughs) I mean, I don't think anyone could actually surprise me with a birthday party at this point. But it would have been better if I were there, though, right? Um, I honestly (laughs) am not sure.
1: Hard to say. You
2: You think it would have made it about me? Yeah, I mean, like I don't know. I know how you are. You get around a group of people. You just kind of <laughs> try to become such a. You, you know, you become the greatest showman. Uh, I turn
0: on the charm. Yeah. I start acting up Dancing a little bit.
2: You pick up a piece of food. You start flipping it around. You know, Oh. It's raining. I do a dog. lot of. I
0: do a lot of food gags. I know, and it's wasteful. Well, I never let them drop. You have before. No. Absolutely no. not. Do not <laughs> sully my name like no that. No hot dog left behind, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. Later the oh, party's winding yeah, I have an, another
2: thing, sorry. Oh, um, okay. What do you think of the Willow-Wilson relationship? It's a little weird, right? Why? I don't know. She seems weird. Why is he... He seems to, like, really, really be happy that she's there. Like, our, our... I've never heard of an uncle and a niece being so close. I guess he's just well, so lonely.
0: I think for Wilson, he doesn't have a lot of family. He doesn't see his family very often. And it seems like they had seen each other more growing up because they -hmm. they seem to have a pretty good relationship. So, in that case, I feel like it's not that weird. All right. Carry on then. Is it my turn? I guess so. I think it is your turn.
2: All right. Uh, Party inside. Uh, I think this is post party, actually. The ladies are chatting while the men clean up. Which is uh, what you'd call a '90s subversion. Whoa! Um, no Feminist one wants to... oh, man, this is where those <laughs> female writers—they—they they got their their claws into Jill, and the show was never the same. I before
0: mean... you before you go too far in the scene, okay. better party. Wilson's party or Aaron's party?
2: Aaron's party. Come get it. Yeah. Um. Probably, man. That's a uh, that's a good question. It's a better question than you know. <laughs> Um, okay I'm gonna say Wilson's party for two reasons first reason is at Aaron's party uh, two guys came in that Aaron didn't recognize and that kind of wasn't you don't like that that Wilson seemed to know everyone there indeed yes and then second thing is Aaron's party was like really broken up when his parents came home early Um, you know grounded if you'll recall yeah Uh, but Wilson's party seemed to come to sort of a natural conclusion so and no one got in trouble Not that we saw, but Rolf seemed like he was up to no good. <laughs> As always. <laughs> Typical Rolf. Okay. Uh, good question. Great question. In fact, no one wants to join them. Uh, Tim wants to, really wants to show off this car. This is a continue, continual gag. He can't understand why Wilson, really anyone, isn't interested in the Studebaker. Because that's his... Am I correct in saying that his gift to Wilson is he going to fix up the Studebaker?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was getting the Studebaker first and then (laughs) fixing it up so he can have it. Seems like it's kind of fixed up already, but I'm not a car guy. So not on the
2: inside. Uh, Willow and Jill are having a heart to heart. Willow, you know, she wants some permanence. She's just jumping from place to place and she, she really is looking for a family or so she says. Um, Hmm. and Jill kind of plants the seed that maybe she should stay with Wilson. And, uh, it's fine, whatever. Uh, but I did notice behind. <laughs> I did notice behind, Wilson must have gotten a blowfish for his birthday. Did you notice that?
0: I did not notice that. It was
2: like a or a puffer fish, fish or something. It was like a. Uh, oh, what do you call it?
0: Um, I mean, tac- I know what you're talking not about. Not
2: taxidermy, but it. You know, they'd done something with that. That was interesting. Um, Willow is not easy to live with, she says. But um, she's gonna go out and give it a try, uh, and then we get some more helium jokes. So pretty good <laughs> pretty good <laughs> your, your favorite
0: uh i mean willow makes a call here um you know wilson's talking about the party while this happens he said you know he's kind of having a heart to heart with mm-hmm. with uh, uh jill at this point so uh-huh. she's obviously doing her a little meddling thing this is what she does she likes to get into people's business she does
2: yeah she does
0: so, you know, he, Wilson talks about, you know, it's so hard to say goodbye to all these people that I mm-hmm. generally care about, especially Willow. Um, Jill thinks, you know what, maybe maybe there's a little something we could do here. Maybe Willow can stay with you. She's looking to, to you know, put down some roots, no pun intended. Um, and Wilson's a bit skeptical, you know, why would such a vibrant young woman want to live with her boring uncle? I guess a good question. I don't know.
2: Right. Yeah. No, that's fair.
0: Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Wilson, you know, phone calls over uh, Wilson kind of takes Jill's lead here and says, I'll take you to the airport in the morning unless you want to stay mm. She gets the old tiki room which I think we all want <laughs> Yeah, agreed <laughs> And, uh, you know what? Willow's in mm-hmm. And then, you mentioned earlier about the Studebaker stuff Tim is trying the Studebaker again um, Wilson takes Will to settle in right away So he's, you know sure. He's just, um you know, just denied again, unfortunately for him. Tim says, who needs family when he got Sudebaker um, and is kind of, like, not that excited about this? Because right. I think he's, you know, he's going to lose He's gonna lose his best friend, he thinks, maybe. I'm not sure exactly what he's thinking. But Willow comes in to thank Jill, and then Tim finds out this was Jill's idea all along. I guess I skipped a lot at the end of that scene. <laughs> you did, but I <laughs> filled it in. And then we get more helium jokes, as you mentioned. Perfect.
2: Yeah, I don't
0: know. I guess my notes were lacking.
2: Uh, all right, tool time. We got uh, George Sparky Anderson back. Second time. Seen... Yeah, we haven't seen this guy in a while. I can't tell you. Well, I can tell you if I look it up. But uh, you're not going to. I'm gonna. No, he's a classic <laughs> car expert. Um, he, Tim, and Al, they end up like watching a video
0: of classic cars. What's the joke here? I think. Well, at first he's talking about like what makes a car a classic, and they say like it's older. And it doesn't have all the bells and whistles and it's terrible for the environment. And they're like, why would anybody want one? Yeah. Because they're cool and works of art. And so they start looking at the video. Um I thought it was funny. They bring out like this really small, like poor pictured TV. Yeah, like anybody could see it. I don't think anyone in the audience could no, see that TV. I yeah. He was yeah, I don't know.
2: He appeared in the Tool Man Delivers the year before. I felt like it okay. had been longer. He's gonna be in
0: Six episodes. that's crazy.
2: It's yeah. funny, these people that you don't know are going to be in like more than five episodes. I remember episodes.
0: him, so I'm not that surprised okay. by that. But I was yeah, surprised. Yeah. I felt like it was a while since we saw him, too. But um, <clears throat> yeah, they, the joke, I guess, here with this like TV scene is like they're doing lots of puns.
2: Yeah, um, Al, Al's doing like Al Camino, Al Dorado, yeah. stuff like that. It's not
0: really that funny, but no. But then Tim puts the scenario <clears throat> to Sparky of like, who would you spend more time with the niece or like the car and sparky says nothing's more important than family tim's pretty upset tim was surprised yeah he's, tim's kind of an idiot and uh they talk about their new sponsor saginaw cheese yeah
2: saginaw cheese what's the what's the tagline on that
1: hmm.
2: wait we are getting we are getting lazy <laughs> 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 uh fair enough uh, we will get more saginaw cheese later Home, uh, boys are uh, boys are hanging out. Um, talking about Willow, Brad's wearing a ton of cologne. He's trying to impress her. Um, it's
0: not a good cologne either, from the sound. It's of it. uh,
2: it's Sex Panther from uh, Anchorman. Seventy <laughs> percent <laughs> of the time it works every time. Um, they Wilson and Willow, things are going well. They're bonding. They are really, you know, they're keeping busy. They're going to a lot of events. Um, open they're my, making up for lost time. Yeah, it's kind of. It's kind of like the kid Wilson never had. Hmm. That's all I got. <laughs>
0: could, could have been an alternative title, I guess. Yeah. That's that's,
2: yeah. that's how I end. I mean, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that there's more to the scene.
2: I mean, I guess... Jill, Jill walks in and is like, okay, there's a joke that Brad smells like vacuuming, which is like, va- does vacuuming have a smell? Because Jill walks in and is like, oh, who vacuumed? Well, oh so I was a little confused by that because I, you know, uh, we we uh, separate our chores here at my house, and I am the vacuumer, and uh, I've never smelled anything. I feel like you can. Am I not doing it right?
0: You are doing it wrong. I think that you can maybe smell like something a little different, but mostly I think it's you know you have a carpeted floor. Uh, In this case, they don't. I think they have hardwood, so I'm not sure. Maybe it's uh, just so dirty
2: in there. Hey Jordan, we got
0: hardwood as well, so uh, (laughs) maybe that's the problem. half, Half and half. Half and um, yeah. Well, I, was I don't looking, know. I, I think there's confused. also at the end of the scene, putting the vacuuming aside, which I know is a big thing to kind of put to us put to the side here. But Tim is now like on the same page as everyone. He thinks family is very important, and he wants to go and tell Wilson about it. Basically, like that's how they end the scene. That he wants to tell that he wants to tell Wilson that family is important. He wants to tell Wilson that he's, like, on the same page and he's happy for him, basically. Tim
2: is having a... Co- Tim is, like, in his own head about a conflict that isn't actually there, you know? Exactly.
0: Like, like there's no problem. It's just... Yeah. Yeah, I
2: guess. I don't know. No Next. problem. Just rush hour. No problem. Just do Studebaker.
0: Yeah. All right. Tim does go outside. Tim yeah. does talk to Wilson, and we will play a clip.
2: I think he talks to Willow, doesn't he? Hey, Wilson.
1: Hey, Wilson. He's out getting his costume for the renaissance fair we're going to tonight. Hi, Willow. That sounds like fun. Yeah, so did the Ethiopian puppet show and karaoke night at the VFW. <laughs> I've been to the VFW thing with him, yeah. Nothing quite like two retired admirals singing Muskrat Love. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe next time you can go in my place. I'm, um, going back to Chicago tomorrow. Oh. What's Wilson think about that? He doesn't know yet. I figured I'd wait till after the Renaissance Fair to tell him. I'm afraid bad news might affect his jousting. <laughs> what happened? You, you, you guys were having so much fun together. We were at first, but now I'm feeling smothered. He wants to be with me every minute of every day. It's it's too much for me. Well, have you tried talking to him about it? No, oh, it wouldn't do any good. The men in my family are very controlling. Boys. Doesn't seem right to skip out on the guy, though. I don't think I have a choice. I believe it's the Bhagavad Gita that says a bird can only soar if the sky has no bounds. Oh yeah, I can see it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, you can understand how being so confined invalidates me, how it negates the very core of my being. Oh yes, you know, oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, the heart goes, yeah. See. <laughs> See, you do understand. Oh, yeah, perfectly. (laughs) Why can't Uncle Wilson be like you? You know, you take in everything, and then with a wise, knowing Mm -hmm. grunt, you convey your empathy. Well, it's just something I do naturally, yeah. (laughs) If only every man was as evolved as you. (laughs) Yeah, it's unfortunate, isn't it? Yes, it is.
2: It's Willow not Wilson Jordan. aye, aye. ai.
0: your face. Em- that's embarrassing. Oh, uh, epic fail. Um no wonder people are flocking to grow at Work. Hey, <laughs> don't give them too many plucks.
2: <laughs> they're gonna yeah, they're gonna start to flub. Uh, I think
0: I think rising tides lift all boats, you know, in the home improvement world. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe.
2: Yeah, I mean, alternative titles, that was definitely something they came up with on their own. Um not having fun with Wilson. She is uh yeah, I don't I don't know how long she's uh she's been staying with him necessarily, but uh you know, we've gotten the idea that she's been having a really good time or that they've been having a really good time, but in fact, she's not having not having too much fun. He's smothering her, Jordan. Mm. And uh, she, she's going to bail, which is pretty <laughs> She's going to ghost him. She is going to ghost Wilson. Uh which is savage and cold. Um <laughs> and uh you know, She's probably a little too, too old to be doing this. She's just gonna bail. Um, her and Tim have kind of a heart to heart. She, for whatever reason, she finds Tim to be kind of evolved because um, he just kind of a, he just sort of agrees with her. I don't think he actually agrees with her, but he's just like listening and kind of grunting, and she responds to that. Um, and I guess the joke is that she, yeah, she finds Tim evolved. It feels like she's flirting a little bit with Tim here.
1: It does he, feel like. Yeah, that. I got that, that too. Yeah,
2: yeah. I kind of I. For just the briefest of seconds, I thought, "Is this? Is that where this is
0: going?" Which would have been pretty cool. <laughs> it would have been quite the turn for like how late it is in the episode. For I know sure. it would have, been, would have been awesome though. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been eye on Tim, part two. <laughs> um, Eyes on Tim. <laughs> yeah. What if uh, you mentioned that, like? You don't know how long Willow has been there. What if Willow has been there for like a couple of weeks and Tim is now just coming to realize that like family's <laughs> important?
2: Tim just been well stewing over the to Baker. Yeah. Uh, which would have been a good title, but yeah, that would have been funny. Yep. <sighs> All right,
0: next scene. All right, next scene. Uh later inside, Tim tells Jill the news that Willow's going to be ghosting um but also that he's evolved so he's kind of like tim is kind
2: of a ghost buster you know (laughs) because he's trying to stop her from leaving busting makes tim feel good
0: it's a bittersweet moment uh wilson comes all in he's dressed for the fair so this is like the most we've ever seen his face because all he's got on really is a beard to hide his face i agree
2: yeah we actually got quite a bit of wilson's face in this one i mean not actually but yeah
0: more than usual yeah so he's got an hour to kill he says you know let's let's look at the car now in the garage tim is trying to gently break the news um i guess it's not really his place but if willow's just gonna ghost him he's gotta step up i don't know it's a great it's a gray
2: area i guess (laughs) it's a gray area (laughs) tim really like
0: he spills the beans pretty quickly well, he doesn't want to waste any time. It sounds I mean, like we're Willow's, a, I mean, Willow's we're at 19 leaving minutes. in the morning. We're at 19 minutes in the episode. so <laughs> You can't waste any time, literally. Yeah. Alright, uh, Wilson says you're acting very odd. Uh, he adjusts his cod piece and we're going to get a few jokes out of that. Uh, mileage may vary. <gasps> talk- <laughs> Indeed. <Yeah. laughs> he, he basically says talk to Willow. She's feeling smothered. And guess who knocks on the door? It is Willow. She's in a very happy mood and kind of playing it all off, and she's Playing Mrs. Gutenberg, ha ha ha. Wilson's mood is somber, though. She knows something's yeah. up, and she tries to explain. They have a very Wilson W. Wilson Jr. conversation to each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're quoting famous people back and forth, novelists and and whoever else, you know, talking about the appreciation of freedom. And and Wilson's trying is coming to understand what she's talking about through these quotes. And then he kind of parries back with a, a quote from the Bible about not being alone. Tim wanting to get on and in on the action quotes Dean Martin. Uh pretty funny, actually, to me. And Wilson's like, can you give me a second chance? I'm new at this. And she heartily agrees pretty quickly, so that's why we're getting five more episodes of her.
2: Right. Fantastic. Uh yeah, I don't know about all that. But uh final scene.
0: Another <laughs> Saginaw <of> Cheese promo? <laughs> Yep, they're pumping up Saginaw cheese as much as they can, so yeah. I I wonder how much Saginaw cheese is paying for this. Big cheese, uh, got deep pockets. Roll credits, fade to black. The niece,
2: a.k.a. Catman, do you want to stay at my place?
0: Hippy-dippy love. Uh,
2: Jordan, uh, what is this, Castle's Corner?
0: Don't act like you don't know what it <laughs> Give is. Give me your highs and lows. <sighs> highs. Um the helium literally, you know, lifts you up a little bit, so... <laughs> That's a high. <laughs> um, I don't know. I I will say overall I didn't really enjoy this episode that much. I don't think it's terribly interesting. Um, I did get kind of, like, a little bit of a a laugh about Brad trying so hard to impress her. We didn't get a lot of that. I wish there were more of him, like, getting shut down, but that didn't happen so much. It's you know it's trying to be kind of a more heartwarming episode so I don't feel like they have a lot of jokes which is I guess why they played up the Saginaw cheese stuff so much mm-hmm. which I think is not that funny so right. yeah I don't know I don't I don't really have a lot of highs in this episode um, at least where it goes for I do like the end scene where they're kind of like going back and forth in quotes I thought that was uh, a pretty good one and I I liked that Tim you know. He he feels evolved, and kind of his reaction to that, I think he's just kind of funny in this episode, being like, kind of oblivious to everything. But mm. Lowe's... Willow isn't that interesting to me, and yeah. kind of the relationship isn't that interesting. So an episode centered around her mostly it just doesn't do a lot for me. Uh, the classic car jokes weren't particularly funny, and Al's puns... I, I just feel like we're not using Al at all. It's weird, yeah. It's weird. So... So I don't love that, and um, we get no Mark Goth story, and that's I'm looking for a continuation of that. He actually steps
2: back from the Goth.
0: Yeah, he's less Goth. Without any explanation, without any explanation. Yeah, how'd that video go? We don't even know. Yeah, cliffhanger. Yeah, it's not it's not a real strong episode, and not not something I'm gonna be. It won't be in my top three at the end of the season. (laughs) Hey, spoiler. Uh, Yeah, I found this one pretty boring, actually. Um, Yeah.
2: Highs, that Wilson, uh, I guess the Wilson birthday party is somewhat amusing, uh, real potpourri of characters, including Corky, Einstein, and Rolf. I mean, you get Rolf and Corky together, no telling what's going to happen. Um, and the the joke with the, the photo is, is sort of funny. That's kind of where my highs end. Um, Lowe's, yeah, no disrespect to the Willow performance, I just don't find the character that interesting at all. Um... <sighs> she's gonna bail on him kind of unprovoked which is i guess lousy i don't know if that's a mark against the episode or just me not liking that someone would do that uh things the conclusion is sort of like really streamlined in, in a way where it's like hey uh i was gonna leave uh but you're gonna agree that you're gonna be a little less smothering well i guess i'll stay uh maybe a little bit more complex than that nobody has anything to do except for wilson and willow Tim to a small extent, but I don't know that the Studebaker stuff is that funny. So, yeah, I don't know, I just didn't really like this one.
0: Didn't, didn't do much for me, so. There you go, The niece. This is probably, I don't know, we're like seven episodes into the season and probably our least favorite episode.
2: Uh, yeah, but, yeah,
0: definitely. But honestly, season seven so far has been pretty good. So. Pretty good.
2: This episode is, is funny. I don't, we don't pay a lot of attention or talk about the IMDb ratings, but this episode is a 6.6 on IMDb, which is like in the bottom seven percent
0: of all episodes people don't really like this one either so maybe the niece has nowhere to go but up that's true yeah we hope so all right let's move on to social media if you'd like to reach out to us go to the home and podcast twitter and facebook we're at home and podcast we're on youtube as well subscribe there uh and and get notifications um you can also go to patreon.com slash home and podcast if you'd like to support us for as little as a dollar a month Coming up here, we're going to be doing an episode on a goofy movie. Some people
2: settle for the typical thing, living all their life waiting in the We're going to put on our own
0: Powerline concert, so if you want it's a single. The whole episode is singing for us to tell you. Yeah, so (laughs) if you if you want access to that, go to patreon.com slash Home and Podcast for a
2: friggin' dollar, a dollar a month. Well, yeah, true. Twelve dollars if you are committed.
0: It'd be you're funny a, if somebody. If you're just not paid, some clown, paid one dollar, got her goofy movie episode, and got out. Clown question, bro. Yeah. All right. Uh, other than that, I don't. I don't have much to share. <laughs> uh, so, Adam, I'm sure you've got polls, and I'm sure you want to share them.
2: Yes, I do have polls, and I want to share them. Um, before I get to the polls, we talked last week about. Um, Disney Plus and and Hulu and so on. And you had had said that you thought that uh, Hulu was going to house the more adult stuff, but uh, Hulu is pulling home improvement in something like five days at this point, and people are pretty peeved on on Twitter. That's how I found out about it. Uh, And I haven't... I've been looking, and there's no official announcement that it's moving to Disney Plus, but what else could it be, right? I mean, that's the assumption, don't you think?
0: Yeah, I don't really know. And I haven't... I was trying to find information about a news story and whatnot, and I didn't find anything either. So TBD, maybe by the time this comes out, we'll have some more clarity. But, uh, I mean, it makes sense to put it on Disney+. Plus. Like, if they've got, like, Smart House and all these other TV shows are you on there. Disney, or, uh, Disney, are you comparing Home Improvement to Smart House? I, it is another show about something with houses. Uh, I thought Smart no. House was a movie. I don't know. But there's a lot of, like... <laughs> I've never seen it. There's a lot of, like, shows is smart that, guy on disney plus i want to say i saw it but i could be wrong
2: he's a smart guy
0: you want me to find out right now
2: i bet they cut the episode where there's they have a run with a pedophile they have that episode you never seen the episode where they ever run with a pedophile and he offers a beer and wants it yeah it's <laughs> wild
0: i gotta say you talk to me about smart guy like i actually watched the show but i don't really remember anything about it yeah it's on here well, what's
2: that? I'm gonna, I want you to research and see if they, did, if they do a they do Three seasons.
0: I tell you what, it's just a great picture of a, a fun family. Well, as a Milwaukee resident, it's, i got to support a Milwaukee show like Smart Guy. <laughs> she Got Game, that's an episode, The Achy Breaky Heart. Do you remember what the episode was called? I no, we're going to have to do this off air. Um, okay. Back to Twitter. Polls.
2: What's the worst Tim Allen movie? Vote below or tweet alternative options at us. Um... 13% said Christmas with the Cranks, which will be uh, Cranksgiving coming up. So good that people didn't vote that one. That would be sad <laughs> for us. Uh, 19% said for richer or poorer. 31% said Wild Hogs. 38% said The Shaggy Dog. Um, we will th- not cover that. <laughs> there are some comments here. Someone accidentally voted for Wild Hogs, which is their favorite. <laughs> well, that sticks. At uh, uh, Thornthought said The Shaggy Dog, Raised the Wolf. Um... Uh, and Ryan Smith said Shaggy Dog. I love Tim Allen, but God, what a movie. What would you say is the worst one of those? I haven't seen Shaggy
0: Dog or Wild Hogs. Jeez, man, I've seen all of them. Well, that says a lot about you, I think. Well, you've seen Uh, Morning Glory twice, so get (laughs) off your high horse. (laughs) And it's a better movie than either of those. Um, I think Wild Hogs maybe has some more star power, so it can't be worse, right? Uh, For me, the answer is for richer or poorer. Because, like,
2: the Shaggy Dog sucks, but it, it's a kid's Disney movie. So, like, it's not really the fault of the movie that grown men that, like, Tim Allen, don't get into seeing him turn into a dog. You know, like, that's, that's kind of the movie.
0: That's mm-hmm. my opinion. I love Farish Report it was the best movie I've ever seen. That movie sucks.
2: <laughs> um, which famous director's work does Mark, Mark's film most resemble? People don't know much about film, I guess, because this one didn't get much traction. Um, George A. Romero. 0%. Stanley Kubrick 0%. Rob Zombie 36%. Alfred Hitchcock 64%. The correct answer is Rob Zombie. Uh, Mark's movie really Mark's movie bears no resemblance to Hitchcock. Hitchcock isn't Hitchcock's not even really horror. So.
0: No, it's more suspense. Yeah. Uh, maybe that was just because I mentioned him in the Probably. last episode. Probably. Recency Probably. bias. Yeah uh
2: otherwise yeah i have a pretty hot poll going on right now about which is the best kind of french fries that i just kind of wanted people to weigh in on has nothing to do with home improvement but five hours left so i'm not calling that one
0: too tight too tight well we'll be recording soon so we can we can talk about that exciting uh
2: yeah otherwise follow us on twitter for some fun
0: all right sounds good i don't do you have anything in the mailbag this week
2: i don't think so
0: um no 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 I don't think so no all right well well we're gonna move on and we're gonna say next week's episode are you ready for this yes I already watched it so I I'm ready <laughs> wow all yeah. right well do you remember the title
2: uh well I uh, yeah Jill's passion
0: <laughs> looking it's, at your notes it's steamy <laughs> I, I did see a picture of it and it could be interesting
2: it is there's a real beefcake in it it's
0: good it's uh it's unlike it's unlike anything we've seen
2: Except for I and Tim, maybe. it's better than no. It's it's better than that one. Uh, no, well, I don't know. I'll figure all this out <laughs> about <that> next week.
0: <laughs> 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 Jordan right, sounds
2: good. It's been a pleasure talking to you, listeners. Thank you for listening, and I guess I should say take care.
0: Take care, everybody.